Hello, everybody. Bob Oxley here. It's time for tips, topics, issues, and positions. And today's topic, we're going to take a look again at the uh, innovation. Uh, let me see. The innovation. What's the name of that, uh, Don Willie? Atwood Innovation Plaza. Oh, the Atwood Innovation Plaza. And we got somebody else here that's going to talk a little bit about the Business Resource Center. So uh, as a result of that, uh, we're going to move forward and talk about uh, these things. And I want to introduce two people. One person I've invited back. Uh, his name is Don Willie, and he's the executive director uh, for Ty. And I had to look this one up. Ty is, uh, let me see now, let's see, technology, innovation, and entrepreneurship. Is that right? Yeah, let's see. That's it. I, I did my homework on this one. I have better. <laughs> and then also, on top of that, he didn't have enough to do, so uh, they also put him uh, as the uh, business executive director for the Business Resource Center. And uh, when I invited Don, he said, uh, I've got to have somebody else with me who is now uh, the Business Resource Center Program Coordinator. And his name is Trevor Klingman. Welcome, Trevor. Thank you. To the TIP show. And uh, we have fun here. Okay, that's the main thing. The idea is that I've received a lot of inquiries about uh, entrepreneurship. Uh, What about this Innovation Plaza? And so I said, well, you know, I can talk till I'm blue in the face, but I better get the, uh, the, the key guys back. And I uh, invited Trevor to come in for the first time, and Don's back. And so I'm, I'm, this whole program is going to be talking about what's going on since March 25th of this year. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Atwood donated some funds along with the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, a uh, million dollars worth. And uh, we had a ribbon cutting on March the 25th at the Innovation Plaza. And so... The curiosity is now reaching to a point like, where are we now? Uh, where are we going with? And Trevor's going to give us some input as to, uh, from a remote standpoint, what's going on from Dixie State University, because it's not just for our community here at Dixie State. It's for the entire community, inclusive of the five counties, I would think, of Southwest Utah. Right. So did I do my homework all right so far? You did it right. All right. Fantastic. Well, I'll welcome you too. Thank you. Okay. I want you to enjoy yourself with this. And Really, what I want uh, for my listeners here on this TIPS program is to get some information about the operation and to make them feel welcomed because uh, the resources that you've got there are phenomenal. But I think it's time for us to review that one more time. So I'm going to turn it over to Don right now to start with just to give us an update. We had the ribbon cutting. I was fortunate enough to be there for that. It was exciting and had a tour of the Innovation Plaza. So that was on March 25. So what's happened since March 25? Can you give us kind of like, uh, just let it go. Yeah, we've, uh, we're running faster than we can. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> this is, it's been, we've had such great reception to the opening of the makerspace. And like we talked about last time, this is only one component of Innovation Plaza. The entire vision behind this facility is to provide a gathering place for visionaries for individuals that have ideas anyone in the community can come and leverage the resources so you know it it could be someone who's been thinking about some business idea or innovation for the last two decades and they've never done anything about it because they just don't know what to turn this is the place for them they can come they can meet uh, with any of our business advisors or Zach Manweiler, who is over our makerspace and they can actually create a prototype in that space I mean it's it's just been phenomenal (laughs) Um, and when we when we launched it, you know, we we didn't really know what to expect, um, but it's been nonstop traffic. I mean, if you come if you come in the morning, it, it's a little slow. So I always recommend to 
people come in the morning because then you've, you've got your, you can take any piece of equipment you want. Um, but as we hit around 11 o'clock, it just, it becomes so busy and we've got kids in there that are doing, uh, engineering camps. Uh, so small, young ages, all the way up to retirees who are wow. just, they've had an idea for years and years and years, and they've just never known where to turn. And now that we have this resource, uh, they can make that idea come to reality. They can see it actually happen and hold it in their hands. And there's something that's very rewarding about that. And I've talked to some of the people from the retirement communities. And you look at me like, a, yeah, I'm old. That's okay. <laughs> uh, thank you. I needed that. <laughs> I'll pay you later after the show's over. Anyway, uh, th- that's exactly, they have some great ideas, just chit-chatting with them. Yeah. And I said, you know, you ought to take this idea to the Innovation Plaza and find out what you can do yeah. and see if it's real and see if you can take it to the next step. So can you give us a little bit of a scenario as to, let's say you're sitting there over a cup of coffee and you say, I've got an idea. So where can we go? What, what, what should we do or what should that individual do? Yeah, let me, let me and, and like I said, with Innovation Plaza, there's so much more, um, there's, there's so many great resources that are available. Um, so let's say that someone comes with an, with an idea and let's say maybe it's, it's a, a, a new type of cup right? Maybe innovative tumbler of some kind that keeps something warm for three days. I don't know why you need that, but right? You, you know, <laughs> something, some new invention. They're like, oh, you know, I, I have this idea. I've done uh, some research on it, but I want to be able to build something, right? Um, and they've got this unique design with it. And so they can come to our, our shop. So they can come to the makerspace or they can go to the Re- business resource center. It doesn't matter where you enter within Innovation Plaza. As long as you enter, everyone just kind of we all play so well together where we're going to help that individual in every possible so way. So it's a welcoming environment. Very welcoming. Okay, fantastic. Welcoming. That's great, you guys. So, so they may come into the makerspace and meet with Zach and say, hey, here's my idea. He can train them on software to actually conceptualize that idea on a computer. And then we can do a 3D print on a 3D printer or we can cut out materials on our laser cutters. Um, we can etch on material with our laser engravers. We can do electrical circuits if there's any electronic component. Uh, we have the capabilities to do that, uh, even down to being able to do branding. So we do high-volume wow. printing, wide-format printing, vinyl, stickers, uh, brochures, I mean, all of that. So when we say that you can come and produce your idea, we're saying you can come and actually make a, a, a prototype of it, right? So we don't do high-volume manufacturing, right? You can you can do that with a manufacturer. But this is the idea. The idea is... So that you can, you can really take that idea, move forward from a marketing standpoint. Is it going to be real and test it? Yep. You can prototype it. You can test it out. You can see if it's viable. Uh, And then in addition to that, then we pair that individual, that business idea with a business counselor. And so we'll teach them how to actually go to market. And Uh so not only creating a product, but we'll help you identify your market, identify your customers, um, design some of your marketing content, helping advise on that, even establishing an LLC, and we do it all for free. Um, this is a community resource and such a valuable resource. Can, can, can you just say that one more time? It's like, all free. It's that four-letter word that retirees love to hear, and <laughs> the majority of people, free. And students, right? Students and, love and free. Stu- <laughs> students, absolutely. absolutely. This is fantastic. Okay, let's take a step back. Laura and... Uh, uh, Lindsay, uh-huh. come to you and say, um, I want the Innovation Plaza to become real reality. We've talked to him. Yeah. And I understand that uh, uh, that uh, the uh, chair of the uh, communication or business and communications uh, college, 
went to the Atwoods mm-hmm. and said, have I got a deal for you? And the Atwoods kind of like just dropped everything, said, let's go for it. Is that what really happened? Is that what's going I'd on? I'd say you're about 90% accurate, yeah. right? Um, Amazing. It's It really was. And, and, you know, this is something that didn't happen overnight. This this obviously took years. Um, and I think, you know, it really stemmed from not knowing what to do with the old East Elementary building. The university purchased it and they, um, you know, talked to a few different colleges, said, you, you know, do you want the space? Do you want to move your college here? And no one really wanted that, right? Who wants to move into an old elementary school? Um, and so really Dean Wells and Dean Pedersen uh, were the visionaries to say, you know, why don't we turn this into a, a, a makerspace, a co-working space, a tech hub. Let's use this building because um, there's so there's so much potential there, yeah. right? And still, I think there were a lot of people that just said, no, this, it's, this is too much, right? It, it'd be too much to renovate, to figure out. It just, they, they don't want to touch it. Um, and so, you know, I appreciate the vision that the, those two deans had. Um, and in that process, uh, Dean Wells did a lot of research on grants. He's discovered the Economic Development Administration uh, Economic uh, Adjustment Assistance Grant, which is designed just for areas like Southwest Utah, um, where we do have low wages. Yes. You know, we've we've got a pretty strong economy, but significantly uh, not not as strong as you know a metro- major metropolitan area. Uh, and so it helps address some of those gaps in the economy. Um, and through that, the, he then approached Lindsay. And, and the infamous story with this is that he that Dean Wells texted Lindsay Atwood and he said, hey, will you be the match for this grant? And over text, he asked him for uh, just about $900,000. <laughs> I, I think that story was relayed at the uh, cutting ceremony, ribbon cutting ceremony yeah. on March 25. I mean, the whole audience was splitting a gut yes. out there. So can you imagine it? And I think that uh, Dr. Wells got a little red in the face <laughs> when this story was being relayed to the audience. <laughs> like, I think that, uh, I, I think that uh, what Mr. Atwood said was, he said, you got to have a lot of guts to do this. He called, he gets a hold of me and says, Hey, you got a million bucks for me. Yeah. You know, he said, yeah. that takes a lot of guts. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, somebody has got to do it, right? Someone's got to, yeah. right? But I think it just adds, I mean, it just, it, it's a colorful story. It's something that we all laugh and, and uh, enjoy together. Um, but I think it just, it, it, it shows that Dean Wells knew where um, Lindsay Atwood's heart was and what he wanted to see happen. And and that's Lindsay's background. He's a successful businessman and entrepreneur. Yes. He's had he has had some tremendous exits. He's been a, a mentor and advisor to so many students and community members. And so, I mean, really this, I, th- I think that this really exemplifies his life in, in the building. It really, it gives a place for his legacy to be a part of Dixie State forever. Um, and, and the community. And the community, yeah. Because all the people who, that are going to take advantage of this opportunity and are successful in seeing their uh, ideas realized, yeah, it's all going to be equated back to the Atwood yeah. Innovation Plaza. I mean, how, how much more reward could you have wow. from being able to change people's lives, to elevate their economic ability, to to help them provide for their families. I mean, you think about the impact that you can have by starting a business. And we all talk, I mean, you hear all these, all the failures of businesses, right? You hear these these numbers, 80% of uh, small businesses fail in the first year, 95 by year three, year five. I mean, it, it, it makes it feel like starting a business is scary, that, you know, you're going to ruin your life by doing it. Um, where, yeah, there's definitely a risk to it. 
and we're very cautious with how we advise individuals with launching a business. Um, but at the end of the day, if they can create that wealth for their families, if they can provide for their families for themselves, if they can create jobs in the community here yes. and employ their neighbor down the street, who may have just gotten laid off and he can say, you know what, I've got two jobs open right now. Come work for me. If we, if we can see that as the opportunity with uh, launching a business, you just realize how much power there is in that legacy that Lindsay has provided. If I can add to what you just said, with, because of all the um, availability of all the resources with people with expertise in their own areas of expertise, what you're doing is you're minimizing mm -hmm. the failure because most people have a great idea and they think they know, so they pick up the Small Business Administration's little pamphlet and says, okay, and you follow step-by-step. Step. That's not the same as having other live human beings with expertise in those areas, yeah. giving you advice and saying that won't work, or my experience is that this will work. Uh, that's a real positive spin, isn't it, it? You know, it makes such a difference being able really to have someone to talk to. and. Uh, I always have said that St. George seems to be the land of consultants, um, where everyone and their brother is a consultant in some form or fashion. And, you know, I, I, I think that there's some caution that we need to have with that, that you really want people who know what they're talking about. Um, and it's nice because I'm, I'm a current small business owner. I've owned small businesses in the past. I've seen success. I've seen failure. Um, and so when I sit down with, to talk with someone, I know what it's like to be on the verge of not being able to to make payroll for my employees. I felt that before. I felt the the worry, the concern, that gut-wrenching uh, feeling. Um, but I've also seen the highs and the successes um, that have come through as well. And it's just, it's so important to be able to have someone who's been there and done that, yeah. who can guide you I through agree. it. I mean, just to have those individuals there. Yeah. Is a, it can bounce ideas off. I think I want to do this. Should I do that? Yeah. Just to have some assurances yeah. one way or the other. Uh, that's gonna. It's a positive. That's that's one big aspect. I want to just change gears. There's there's an individual there, and I've tried to get him on the show, and he refuses to come on the show. <laughs> you know who I'm going to talk about. <laughs> I'll drag him on next okay. time. Wayne Provost. <laughs> Can you just? It, I, I he is. The, he, he said it's not me. It's the it's the people with their ideas. Uh -huh. That's what's going to make this go. It's not me. Yeah. Well. He's been there, done that. Yes. And uh, can you talk a little bit, I'm, Wayne, if you're listening? <laughs> We're coming for you. I, I'm, this is a setup, buddy. <laughs> but he is he's the most, uh, he pushed back on this. He will not, he said, I, it's not me. It's the Innovation Plaza. It's yeah. where the, the success of the people that are, that have ideas. That was, and he's legitimate. He, re he really thinks that way. So can you give the audience a little bit of feedback on Wayne and what he, what his, what he does for the Innovation Plaza. Definitely, definitely. And, and I'll say, too, Wayne is probably one of the most genuine, concerned individuals that I've ever had the opportunity to work with. And I look up to him. Um, he's just a tremendous example, right, just as, as a yes. human being, as a professional. And and it's it's amazing. I mean, he's he's run uh, companies with thousands of employees. He's He's guided these companies through exits and mergers. He's helped the smallest company get a, a patent. Um, and so he's, he's seen really every level. Uh, he was, he's a, he's a doctor. He's a, he was a practicing dentist. I mean, he's just, he's kind of that, that man who's done everything, right? You look I, at his life and you're like, how did you accomplish so and much? He's, and he's <laughs> so unassuming. Oh when yeah. When you talk to him, he's just like, 
it's always like a pushback. Let's talk about you. Yeah. Or let's talk about, yeah. don't, I don't want to talk about me. Yep. And he he's legitimate. I mean, he's mm-hmm. to the point where, you know, not that I'm pushy or anything, but the point was, Bob, take a step back. Yeah. Let's talk about other things. Yeah. So uh, that's legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. But he's he's really one of the crucial members of this whole. You, this this would not be happening if it weren't for him, right? He was he was really a cornerstone um, okay. in the creation of Innovation Plaza. Um, from early discussions a couple of years ago uh, between himself and, and university leaders, he came forward with this vision that you know if we're if we're going to build and support entrepreneurs. We also need to make sure that they're protected, and that's a big concern for him, that when someone comes with an idea, um, it, it's theirs, and we should ensure that it's protected. And so his his realm and his expertise, in addition to being a mentor and a business advisor and counselor to these companies and individuals, um, he takes care of the IP. And so he'll research uh, patents, um, trademarks, uh, copyright. So he'll, he'll support any individual that comes in. Uh, and help them identify if their idea is patentable. Um, our responsibility is to see if their business idea is value, uh, of any value, right, if okay. it's viable. Um, but he's looking at it and saying, let's protect this and make sure that your idea is your idea and you get to monetize it and make money off of it. Um, and it's, it's, so, it's so inspiring to hear individuals uh, that have worked with him because um, I think day to day we we see all of these impactful stories, but we also deal with a lot of reports and numbers are a big thing for us. We report on grants. Oh yeah. Um, but even just a, a little while ago, one of uh, his clients, one of one of our, all of our clients, right? We collectively work with all these individuals. Um, but one of our clients uh, had mentioned on Facebook that she was in the makerspace using our wide format printer to print decals, and. In walks Wayne Provost, who was, uh, as she says, was one of the first people to really believe in her and to encourage her and helped guide her uh, through this process. So this is two years ago. Fast forward to today, she's in the makerspace printing high volume of decals that she's never been able to do before on the state of the art equipment. And (laughs) she says that Wayne comes in, puts his arm around her, and she just said, that's exactly what I needed right now. Um, because it reminded me, it inspired me the same way he inspired me two years ago when I launched this. Yeah, he's he's just an amazing individual. Just uh, to add add to this, how many patents? Two years. You're 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 still a kid. You're still new. Two years. <laughs> right? How many patents uh, do we have as of today? Yeah. So I believe just over ninety filings have occurred, and they're in different stages. Some of them have been granted. Some of them are. Um, are still being considered, some rejected. So, but 90 it's amazing. is unheard of. That's, and that's just an amazing number. It is. It is. And, and the last, I, I believe the last time I, I looked, the ranking, it puts DSU uh, 13th in the nation for patent filings, which you think of DSU and you think of who the others that were being compared against. And we're thinking the University of Utah, these massive research institutions. Right. And it's because of Wayne Provost. It's amazing. That's all him. He's that, and uh, I brought I brought that up to him. I think we were at sixty five when I talked to mm-hmm. him. You know, and he said, "Yeah, we're very fortunate." Yeah. And that's it. Yep. He didn't want to go and elaborate on anything. He oh, said, we'll, we're we'll brag about him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're doing it to you, buddy. <laughs> we're doing it. Okay, 
What else is going on with Innovation Plaza? I know you've got so much. I know when we did the ribbon ribbon cutting, there were still some areas that needed to were going to be activated. Yeah. So where are we at with that? Or is everything fully operational now? Or are we Not still work? Yet. Okay. Gosh, I wish it was okay. right, but we're we are we're ahead of schedule um, from what I thought we would be at a year ago. Um, so we're we're really excited to be in the final stages of renovation for the rest of the facility. We'll probably be opening in, in September or October is our target date. So um, ideally, if we can open earlier, we will. We want students as they come back to school to engage and be a part of this. Um, but again, this is this is the whole community that gets to take part. So the remaining pieces that are in, under construction right now and will open in the fall are the Miller Incubation Hub. So that is our our area designed really to be the, the heart of Innovation Plaza. It's a, it's a place where there are couches, tables, chairs, a small snack area, um, and so you can come, grab a soft drink, grab a coffee, and just sit back and talk with your friends, with your business uh, partners, bounce ideas off of each other, um, just a relaxed space to breed innovation and, and incubate those ideas. That's why wow. we call it the Incubation Hub. Uh, and the Miller family donated $500,000, the Larry H. Miller Family mm-hmm. Foundation, half a million dollars to help us renovate that space alone. That's fantastic. Yeah. So that's exciting. So that's where your people from when that opens up this fall, when they first get uh-huh. there with, I have an idea. This is the first stop. Yeah, this this can be, this is that space for them to just come. And, and so what happens? Part. They go in there, I have an idea. Then all of a sudden somebody comes and starts talking to them and saying, well, what is your idea? And yeah. that's where it all starts. Yep. And in that, a relaxed environment. You know, and, and I like to say this is the heart of Innovation Plaza because everything really revolves around it, right? We want those ideas being incubated, coming together, these conversations, these collisions is like is what I call them, collisions of ideas that result in businesses. Um, and so it really is the centerpiece physically of Innovation Plaza too, where just to one wing of off of there is the makerspace. Another wing is a private uh, business tenant that we'll have in there. And then the business resource center will also be adjacent to that as well. So in that central location, you can walk 50 or 100 feet in any direction and have all of these resources at your fingertips. It's all right there for you. That is absolutely fantastic. It's come a long way, hasn't it? It has. And so that business resource center wing is under construction right now. We're grateful to Zions Bank. Um, so in the fall, we will formally rename uh, it to the Zions Bank Business Resource Center. Okay. Uh, and so they'll, they'll uh, we'll, we'll have their name on, on the building as well as the Miller family and, and Atwoods. Uh, and then we'll also be opening an expansion of the maker space, which will include a wood shop and a metal shop. Oh, wow. Um, so we're investing another $300,000 in that space uh, to build that out to be able to increase the the types of manufacturing and prototyping we can do and the materials that we can utilize. That's fantastic. I just got the high sign. We're going to take a short break here. All right. Uh, I'm sure the listeners are excited. All right. But when we get back, um, I'm going, we're going to, we're going to start talking with Trevor over here. Okay. And we're going to find out about this business center. You just mentioned about Zion Bank and now my ears have cropped up here again. I said, whoa, here we go. <laughs> so Trevor, are you ready after this break? Uh, Absolutely. We got some important messages we want to get across to our listeners, but we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go away. Don Willie and Trevor Klingman are going to be here and Fill us in for, with more information. We're going to take a look at this business resource center, what this thing's all about. And we got the coordinator here that's going to explain that for us. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. We're back. It's tips, topics, issues, and positions. And we're going to continue on with our discussion of the Atwood uh, Innovation Plaza. But now we're going to switch gears a little bit. And we're going to go over and take a look at this business resource center. And Don Willie, 
mentioned about Zion Bank just before we uh, took a break, and now we're back. And I want to turn. I'm going to start picking on Trevor over here, Trevor Klingman, who is the uh, program coordinator for the Business Resource Center. So, uh, and it's his first time on Tip. So, welcome. Thank you. All right. Um, yeah, let me ask you a little bit. Just can you give us just an overview of what are we talking about? When we say business resource center. We we have a pretty good idea on the Atwood Innovation Plaza, but what what do you what is this all about? You know, the business resource center. Kind of sticking with that theme that uh, Don mentioned was that that one stop shop where people can come and start their businesses, grow their businesses. So really, what the business resource center is all about is providing a free service to community members, students who need it, that will help them. Do exactly that. Create an entity, market their their idea, their business. Uh, really, any services, uh, with the exception of a few, that will allow these people to start their businesses and see success with those businesses. Okay. So let me get. Correct me if I'm wrong here, because you, I am wrong probably most of the time, aren't I, Don? Okay. <laughs> oh, but the idea is is this. Now you're you're the coordinator for the business resource center. So I have an idea, and I'm in Santa Clara. And I put a phone call in and said, you know, because they didn't listen carefully to this program. Uh, they call into the uh, Innovation Plaza. Said, what do I do? I got an idea. And uh, so do they turn that over to your group, Yeah, Trevor? Was, okay, yeah. so what happens? Okay. talk. So, walk us through this. So typically what happens is we will ha- they'll go through an onboarding process where we get familiar with them. We do this introduction, and we have this short um, – on t- onboarding form, if you will. And so we get a better feel for where they're at, what stage they're at. You know, if, if they already have a business or if this is just conception idea and they want to get it going, um, really understand, you know, a lot of people might have some expertise in, yeah. in certain areas. Some won't. So in addition to understanding what stage they're in, we'll, we'll understand what exactly it is they're looking for as far as guidance and help from the Business Resource Center. So we can make most uh, the effective use of time for everybody involved to to help them start and get going and, and make sure we're really hitting those areas that they're they identified as areas of help they so they're giving to you verbally over they don't have to open up a website or open up a you know the fill a form out they're actually talking to somebody and you or a member of your staff are sitting there taking all this information down is that right they can do either so really there's a variety of ways well i'm they thinking can do about it. age groups here okay okay i mean i'm a retired <laughs> i have some retirees that are, they're afraid if they touch the keyboard wrong it's going to blow up <laughs> yeah. okay and, and then i've got and then i've got the younger ones that you know they they know they just pull, go they yeah. just forward ahead so i just i'm just playing devil's advocate with oh, you yeah. let let's go with let's go with a uh, I'll be polite. An elderly person in the community has an idea. Okay. okay? They call you mm-hmm. and say, Trevor, help me. I have an idea. Absolutely. So so there's a variety of ways to do it. So our website is southernutahbusiness.org. We do have the client intake form there. But if they call me, what I would do is pull this form up myself and I'd walk it through them. I'd ask them these questions myself, kind of fill this form out and let them know, okay, great. We have all your information um, we're going to sit down, we're going to look at it, we're going to understand it, and then we're going to reach out to you when ready to bring you in and, and get the ball going on oh, all of this. So, fantastic. Yeah, we fantastic. Can, we can make it work for them. Okay. So that's down to the, uh, they're, in, they're in Santa Clara. So what else are, what else are we doing? Are we taking this idea? I'm, I'm thinking about that, uh, uh, that grant that you mentioned, Don, one of the grants, one of many, uh, that came in that was, uh, it, I think one of the, uh, it was a federal grant that came in. It's something about a university center. And 
Um, one of the uh, stipulations of that was going to take this idea and put it out to the five counties of Southwest Utah to get more people involved. Is that part of your charter? Absolutely. That's oh, travel. So, so, so that see, yeah, this is great stuff. See. <laughs> yeah. So that EDAUC grant, uh, university grant. Um, that's uh, exactly. That's my responsibility. That's what I will be responsible for. Um, and exact that five county area that uh, the region that you mentioned. Um, we're expanding in collaboration with Southern Utah. We will now offer offer full services for that five county region. Um, I am directly responsible for uh, rural Washington and Kane County. Um, but my counterpart at SUU will be in charge of Iron, Garfield, and uh, Beaver counties. Okay. So, so that's right. what that's the exciting news. That's what's new. We just got this position going, and we're in full swing servicing all those areas. So, okay. Are, let me just ask you a question: Would you be taking advantage of the uh, the DSU Hurricane Campus with this, or is this strictly going to go through the Atwood? Innovation Plaza. Is this where your office is at? Is so, that right? so that's where my office is. But I, it, the whole idea is a traveling business resource center. So, wow. so I will go on site. I've spent actually a lot of time in rural Washington and King counties. Uh, I got I hit the ground running. I really hit the ground running, and I've spent a lot of time on the roads. So, so yeah. It, essentially, it'll we can come to you. We so you got to get the promotion out there. So yeah. maybe the old tips program here is helping. Yeah, because absolutely. Uh, all right. Yeah. Now. Um, you you've already been out and touching base. What's the re, uh, just curious? What's the response been? The oh. pe- people are totally unaware of this. I'm sure. Here you are. You're walking in. Have I got a deal for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So again, we we talk about that four letter word free. That's always the first question. <laughs> and wh- and when we when I've been to these new places, you know, I, I start telling to everybody, you know, this is what we're doing. This is what we're offering. That's always the first question. Is, how much does it cost? Well, this is free, and, and I'm coming to you. This is free, and and the response has been great, especially when they hear that part. Um, uh, I was uh, lucky enough to participate in a Hilldale f- uh, familiarization tour. Um, that was awesome. We got to go on a tour with some members of the governor's office of economic development, uh, Hilldale elected officials, including Mayor Donia Jessup. Um, Really, what they did was just get me familiar with the entire area, let me know what's going on, what the plans are, and they're helping me spread the word there to those people who want to start a business. Um, in Kanab, I've spent a lot of time in Kanab and Kane County. Um, already have several clients out there who are utilizing our services and making the most of them. Um, it's it's been great. The, the response has been great. This is this exciting. This just adds credibility to the whole concept, doesn't it? It's yep. exactly what we wanted. We not only wanted the DSU com- uh, community to have access to this, but now you're spread. You mm-hmm. uh, and your charter is spreading the the news. Yeah. Okay, so we're getting a lot of positive spin on that. Oh yeah, people okay. are excited. Um, what do what what happens then if they have a good idea? They don't have to come running over here to the, the beautiful St. George DSU campus. Uh, how do people get started? Is it all paperwork? Do you have it? Do you have a place where they can go and maybe do a Skype or a, I hate to use this Marco Polo, but that's what I use with my grandchildren. <laughs> you know, whatever it takes. Um, is that the way it's going to work? Or I'm thinking about the people in the remote areas that we want to get access to that have shown interest in your program. And so what, what's the next stage? How do, we, how do we get them to get access to the experts, number one, and number two, to get this thing moving to the next level? So really, we've been grateful to have some of those local um, resources help promote this and put it on and, and spread the word and let them know 
that these are when we plan on being out there, kind of some set dates. And, you know, if you're interested, here's all the information. Um, they have probably too many of my business cards out there and our, <laughs> our, our literature out there. But uh, really, the great thing, the website is the big thing for those lawyers as far as getting that initial intake done and getting all of their information so that I can then reach out to them. Uh, but what we've done to this point is really work with the local uh, area, the chamber areas, um, and other organizations uh, like Southwest Tech, for example, out there in in Kanab, um, and they've helped us to spread the word to let people know that this is a resource for them, and they're here, they're gonna be here, and help us promote it when we know we're gonna be out there, so that they can actually schedule a consultation and sit down with us there in person too. So, so a variety of ways. Again, that website is a great way to get all to give us all your information. But then we're just trying to spread the word so that people know when we're going to be out there. Into all levels of expertise. Yeah. And we, what we talked about in the first half hour of the show, the first segment, we talked about how important it was because it's all that four-letter word, free, <laughs> number one. Number two is you don't have the expertise. You have the idea. But isn't this wonderful? You have a whole cadre of people with areas of expertise that's going that their focus is to help you be successful and to actually bring about a reality, whether or not this idea can move forward or not, without spinning your wheels and wasting a lot of time and frustration, which we've all gone through at times. This is wonderful, Trevor. Give us some other things that you're doing. What, what else, what else, what, what, what do you see for the future? What do you see as far as growth and what do you see for your program? What do you want, what do we want to happen? Yeah, so um, that grant has a lot of um, activities that come along with it. Um, uh, one of the big ones is trainings and seminars. So I, we anticipate um, duplicating a lot of the trainings and seminars that we offer here in St. George and taking them to rural Washington and Kane counties and everywhere. So so that'll be a big piece is offering those those trainings and seminars, whether it's on branding or advertising, social media, your entity type. And we're going to duplicate those things and bring them over to, to those rural areas. Another big thing is um, pipeline programs. We're in the process of mapping some of these out and planning. We're going to we're going to bring some very important pipeline programs and implement them in these areas to help um, bolster some of the key industries that we that have been identified here in southern Utah's industries that are very important and and very big part of our economic impact and our and our development. So so those are the big things right now. We're just bringing those programs over, making them available so that we can feed those those industries and and help people get into those industries, as well as those trainings and seminars that are going to be. Um, you, you know, we'll, we'll still offer that great one-on-one -on -one consultation, but at the same time, they can go into this training and this seminar and, and get great information that way as well. It's great. So you, it's a win-win situation for everybody. So okay. This whole area is exploding. And uh, ironically, your county, one of your two counties, Washington, is exploding. And you've seen the projections as well as all of us have. So you've got to be very excited. And it's got to be a major challenge for you. Yeah, you know, I... <laughs> Excited? I don't, I don't think excited does it justice. I, I don't know. There's another word for it. When when Don talks about Innovation Plaza and and what it's going to look like and, and the capabilities, really, you get so excited about the potential impact that this entire facility and all the resources in it have, the potential, you know, for this community. And, and it has been a challenge because of the nature of our service. There's a lot of people who want to utilize them, and that's great. And, and, and it, we have seen you know, um, that aspect of it where it's like, 
I want to help every single person and we're trying to, and we will, you know, it's just a matter of getting them in. So that's been, that's been a, a challenging with that growth is a lot of people have these ideas and they want to sit down and talk to somebody about them. So just that aspect of it has been very. And, and you give them self-esteem and you give them uh, uh, confidence. Uh, how, what, what a wonderful thing this whole program is, both of you. Yeah, you can walk on water too, I guess. <laughs> oh, I uh, no, I'm just telling you, you got me all excited. I, I can feel it, you know. So I, my, and I'm supposed to remove the emotive component as much as possible, right? That's <laughs> what this show's all about. But you've got me excited again, Don. You did it the first time around too. So um, I'm going to open it up to you. What, what, is there anything else you'd like to talk about as far as the Innovation Plaza promotion ideas? Um, talking, talk to our listeners. Uh, what, what would you like to say? Yeah. I'm sure I've missed some great great points that I should have brought out. Well, I'll just say there's the one thing that we get a lot um, when we meet with individuals is the comment, you know, I've been thinking about this for a long time. And, I, you know, I just want to, I just want to share that if you have an idea, one, write them down, right? That's, that's the big thing. If you have an idea, um, whether, you know, you're at the dinner table and you, you're thinking, gosh, I could make this, I can make a new plate work better or you know we, we've there's there's so many there's so many simple ideas that we think oh someone's already done that right someone's already done um whether it's a, a zip tie that has a, a new rubber uh coating over it that allows it to to, to stay um locked uh more uh, to have a stronger lock on it um, to those little balloon uh, f filler things that you attach to the end of a hose already have balloon water balloons on the bottom of it, and it fills up 100 balloons at, at once, right? It's, <laughs> it's those kind of things that you think, yeah. you know, someone's thought of it or, eh, I don't think there's much market for it. Think about how much the, whoever invented that is making, right? <laughs> They're making a lot. a lot of money. A lot. Uh, you walk into Costco, and I feel like that's always the first thing during the summer. You see it's right there, a big pallet of those. And they're selling hundreds of thousands, millions of, of units every year across the nation. Um, and so don't underestimate yourself. Don't underestimate your idea. Write them down and then come talk. Let's chat through it. And, uh, you know, we're not here to judge. We're not here to tell you your, your idea is, is not good. We'll provide you with market research. We'll, we'll show them whether there is a market for it or not. But ultimately, the entrepreneur is the one in charge. They're the ones who make the decision. If they want to move forward with it and we don't see the market potential, we're going to support them. We're going to say, yeah, we're, if you want to do that, then, then we'll help you as much as we can. Um, but we want to aid them with as much information as they can have to make those decisions. Um, but, I mean, just just don't wait, right? Don't wait two decades to come and share your business idea with someone. Don't wait a year. Just come. Come talk through it and let's, it's it's it and let's have fun, right? Let's. It's, it's a really rewarding and empowering experience to see an idea come to, to fruition. Yeah, what's the worst that can happen? It's already, the product's yeah. already out there. That's yeah. the worst that's going to happen. Because yeah. all, all of you experts are sitting there telling them, we're going to analyze this for you, and they come mm -hmm. back and think, hey, sorry, it's out there. Yeah. However, if we do a little modification this way maybe there's some potential there yeah that's fantastic fantastic trevor what would you like to what would you how would you, this is your shot now okay promote your program or whatever what, what would you like to talk about or talk to our, our listeners about um uh, 
this is so exciting. I know you're just getting underway with this, but uh, uh, what do you want to say to your to your prospects out there? Yeah, just kind of feeding off what Don had to say. Really, this this entrepreneurial culture—that's what I keep calling it—is it's so special, and it's something that um, I just love it. And, and like Don saying, you know, even even if it smells feels like the smallest idea to you, come talk to us, come, come sit down with us, and and even if it is out there, we'll find a way to make it unique to you. We'll find a way to. Um, you know, majority of innovation comes from other innovations, you know. So um, I just think really encouraging people to use this resource because I'm now a, a small business owner. Um, I'm working on the second one. And for the longest time, the thought of I can't do this, I don't I don't know enough about this, um, you know, I don't know enough about this area or this aspect scared me and it kept me from doing it. And, I can understand. And, yeah. And now here I am full swing with one and working on the second one. Um, yeah. So very similar message. Don't don't wait and get in it and, and do it. You can do it. We can help you through the whole process. We'll make it so that it's uh, a lot less scary than you think it is. Oh, that's fantastic. This this whole the whole program itself uh, is just uh is, is sitting there ready to explode. I know, I know you've been a lot of successes thus far, but it's only two years old. Yeah. And so this is just, we're just launching. And so to my listeners out there, they asked me some specific questions about what are they doing over there? And what's that all about? This show is about that. Okay. And I think that uh, both of you have said the magic word, don't wait, don't wait because uh, your idea could be innovative. And if it's a go and the patent is achieved, it's locked. It's yours. Is it for seven years now? Is it seven years on patents? Do you know? Depends what we're looking at, 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. That's a long, long time. Long time. And, of course, the magic four-letter word is free. I keep throwing that out there. It's so, not bad. Yeah. Um, we've got a little bit of time. So can, if I can just talk a little bit about uh, go back to Wayne because Wayne's listening, I know. <laughs> He had something, uh, he had one of those little ideas since we were talking about little ideas. Mm -hmm. It was something about a cardboard box, some kind of a thing on a cardboard box like cornflakes or something like that. <laughs> you want to you wanna explain that one, Don? Yeah. Or well, one of his claims to fame? Uh, yeah, that's the, the thing that is, is interesting about innovators is they rarely are out there beating their own drum and telling you, the things that they've invented to make your life easier, right? And it, it's fun because, and, and Wayne he hates us, so I'm probably going to get in trouble for and saying me too. That, right? I'm going to get the nasty email. Yeah, like, well, what are you doing? Yeah. Of all the things that he's he's had an impact and he's invented, this one is, uh, it's just, it's so common, right? So Well, the reason I mean, I'm thinking about it is because both of you have said it could be something so simple. minor. you yep. might, And so this is a prime example. This is real life. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll mention this too because I, I I want to make sure he gets you know we, we talk about the stuff that really is life changing. So Wayne had his hand in in uh, patenting the first insulin pump, which I think wow. has revolutionized life for um, diabetics uh, mm -hmm. across the world. I mean that's a, that's a big deal. Um, that to the mechanics of the Bellagio fountains and fountains that you see now across the world. So I mean you you just kind of see. These little hints, but like as uh, in in the vein of simple things, uh, I think we've all opened and reclosed some sort of box, right? Whether it's a cereal box, a cornflake box, or you know, popcorn box, or whatever it may be. 
um, we've all opened and reclosed. And how grateful are we to be able to reclose that and put it back on the shelf rather than open it? And then you've got this bag of cereal you don't know how to manage. Uh, and and Wayne, uh, he produced a patent on that, uh, being able to reclose that. So isn't that of, amazing? You think of the, all the moms and dads out there who are fussing with all these boxes and their cabinets. And uh, thank goodness, I will say personally, with two small kids and two on the way, <laughs> thank goodness for the reclosable box. It saves me money and keeps things organized. <laughs> the other thing is, think about this from an entrepreneurial standpoint. Uh, you were talking about uh, employment mm -hmm. and friends down the street or whatever. Uh, to get this patent and then all of a sudden to get a little company called General Mills mm -hmm. or Kellogg's or say, I like that. We yeah. want that for our box. And it becomes a standard in the industry globally. Mm -hmm. Just a little, little, little flap little on top thing. of a box. It's little things, but it has such a big impact. And it, it's nice to be able to think, you know, it's not just that you created something, but you're, you're changing lives. I mean, you're helping someone put food on their table. And I think that if we, if we look at entrepreneurship in that light, um, it's, it's about being able to provide for yourself, but, you just think too, wow, the opportunity that I'm creating for other families. I think of companies here in Utah. You think of, uh, you know, Trigger Grills or um, Domo or Qualtrics, any of the big tech ones, Printer Logic here locally, Zonos. I mean, you think of the idea that these individuals, these founders and CEOs had, and then you look at where their company's at today and they're employing 10, 20, 30, 40, 100, 300 people. Um, and, and you're making it so that they can provide for their families. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, seeing that happen, Trevor has a few employees himself. I've got employees uh, that we both have the opportunity to support. And it's, it's rewarding to be able to provide jobs in the community for those individuals and to see that change happen. And which is music to my ears because St. George is growing. And isn't it great that all these new companies – are being formed, are generating jobs mm -hmm. uh, because there's a lot of new people coming into our area. Mm -hmm. And you guys at the foundation you know, and the people that take advantage of this wonderful Atwood Innovation Plaza and the yeah. Business Resource Center, uh, what a wonderful opportunity for everybody locally. I'm going to wind this up in just a moment, but I have one more thing to say. You guys can answer me or not. You both have indicated that you're both entrepreneurs. Do you want to tell me what kind of businesses you have come up with? Yeah, we. Uh, I think it's always fun to actually know that because, yeah, we, we're we, in the trenches as well, right? Absolutely. That's what I thought. You know, <laughs> let's hear these. So we've got my wife and I own several small businesses. Um, one that uh, folks will be able to read about uh, in the next issue of the Southern Utah Business Magazine is a local Utah gift box that we created. Okay. And so we source products from across the state. And this stemmed from my previous employment where I worked with uh, companies across the state and I helped them expand around the globe. So my charge was to increase exports for the state of Utah, and I did that by helping rural companies identify and tap into those global markets. Um, and so just by virtue of seeing all of these cool products um, and these small companies that many of them just had no idea how to get their product out to consumers outside of, you know, their farmer's market yeah. that they went to, we packaged them up in a box and we offer a variety of boxes, both corporate and subscription style that we mail out around the United States. We've had some that have gone interna international as well. So it's rewarding to see supporting, you know, our goal is we wanted to essentially be a marketing firm for these small companies, but it's become so much more where we're taking their product and we're giving them international A exposure. small idea exploded. 
Trevor, you're on. Talk to us about your wonderful business experience here. Yeah, so I am owner and trainer of Red Desert Baseball. Um, I played college baseball for a few years, and um, it's a baseball instruction uh, for youth in the local community. Fantastic. Uh, it's very small, but, yeah, we do have a few employees, and, uh, yeah, we're, we're having a lot of fun with it. I like, love the game, and we love people who love it, and we love to help them. So. so there you go. We have two entrepreneurs, plus you're promoting and going to help out uh, hundreds of other people, aren't you? Mm-hmm. You both are wonderful. Uh, I want to thank you both for coming. Thank you. Okay, thank you. and uh, it's just been wonderful. I just, I see this is one of those shows I can sit back and really enjoy instead of the heavy-duty <laughs> stuff. This is fun. This is the fun stuff, uh, right? It was. It, no, I, I love it because it's helping people, you know, and it's helping people in our area. Yeah. And you've got two counties you're responsible for mm-hmm. uh, of the five counties in the area, so that's a big responsibility. you got the fastest-growing county in mm-hmm. Washington, so. Plus, here we are at Dixie State University. We're great, aren't we? And we're moving forward, and we're expanding and uh, growing also here on the campus, so we're happy. So, uh, Don Willie and uh, Trevor Klingman, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, This was tips, ladies and gentlemen, topics, issues, and positions. You can hear this program at 3 o'clock on Friday on KDXI 100.3 FM or rebroadcast this show on Saturday at 5 p.m. Also, uh, you can take a look at those smiling faces of Don and Trevor on Facebook and Twitter and uh, even Alexis. And we got, I guess we're on uh, with, uh, with Siri, 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 I guess now. Uh, and we got podcasts with Podbean. We got all kinds of things. You could look at them 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You, you don't have to hook into our broadcast here on the radio. So we're here. Uh, this has been a most enjoyable show for me. And it's the first day of summer, so here we go. (laughs) Long day. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in. We'll uh, look forward to having you tune in next Friday. I'm not going to tell you what the topic is. I never do, so it's a big surprise. Uh, This is Bob Oxley for Tips, Topics, Issues, and Positions, signing off. Bye-bye.